The Wellness Pathfinder takes a discovery journey along body, mind and soul. Hello, I hope that you're well. Today I thought that I'd talk about guarding habits. I want to start by saying that to help improve my health while managing symptoms associated with having an autoimmune condition, swimming has played an important part in my regular weekly routine for a number of years. So as some restrictions enforced in the UK were recently lifted again, I couldn't wait to get back in the pool because even though I was doing exercises and using home equipment, six months without the unrivaled benefits provided by swimming had shortened and stiffened my muscles that had created a negative impact on my body. Anyway, one afternoon as I woke up from a short nap, still feeling quite worn out from my recent return back to swim sessions, I suddenly found myself celebrating my win. You see, I'd had a night of unsettled sleep the night before, followed by a particularly exhausting morning, where the simplest tasks demanded a great deal of effort to complete them. It was either that or I found myself feeling quite clumsy, just dropping things or suddenly couldn't find an item that I put down. I'm sure you'll probably relate to this one. And the more I told and pushed myself to hurry up, the slower things appeared to happen. To better describe this situation and seeing as we're on the subject of swimming, I felt like I was in a pool filled with custard, yes, custard, and was doing backstroke in an attempt to get from one end to the other. Thinking about it, I don't actually imagine that I would move much, least of all travel the length of a pool filled with custard, but that's the picture that sums things up for me for that morning. So at one point, and without giving myself a hard time, I then considered the need to cancel my swim, maybe go back to bed and stay there for a while longer to try and catch up on more sleep. I told myself that with reduced concentration and now being a little prone to small accidents, it was probably better for me not to engage in the bigger things that needed my full attention, like driving the short distance to my leisure centre, for instance. But as the clock counted down to the time of my booked session that morning, I remember thinking that due to the recent and current global situation, lockdowns, restricted services, and a long period of absence from important routines, maybe it would actually make sense to treat my re return to swimming almost like a brand new habit. So go swimming, but with kindness to myself, just look forward to the basic act of getting to the centre, getting into the pool, moving and using muscles differently again, or in some cases, most efficiently for the first time in months. From this point onwards, I want to talk about two habit structures that operate within us, and you'll understand why as I 
carry on. Let's simply refer to them as habit A and habit B. Whether good or bad ones, a new habit comes from repeating an action again and again until it becomes part of us and really requires much thought or effort to engage with it. And I know that if I broke the momentum of this habit before it had a chance to fully bed itself again, it's likely that doing this would have a more negative impact on me than the outcome of a night of unsettled sleep. I saw the importance and value of doing something instead of nothing, even if the level I reached on this occasion was a fraction of what I usually achieved. So I started breaking up into steps, all parts of what I needed to do to get to the pool. Remembering that if I only managed or had time for a 15 or 20 minute swim in the end, I would still hugely benefit from this session. And choosing to think like this was the turning point that morning, removing the pressure I felt beforehand and instantly creating the win I mentioned earlier. It was a big win because I realised that I'd consciously guarded my good habit, habit A, while it was put under pressure by habit B that we all have inside us. Habit B wants to make our life as easy and comfortable as possible all of the time. Habit B is more interested in propping us up and making us feel comfortable in our comfort zone. And here it doesn't consider the future outcome of not having or maintaining the use of certain tools. And while this isn't always a bad thing, because sometimes we need to rest or heal or just give ourselves a little bit more attention, we can easily lose sight of where habit B can take us and miss out on the opportunities that challenges can and do bring So moving on, when you're trying to eliminate something considered as habit B that no longer serves you, it's worth remembering that there are no shortages of things to try or use. And many of these things are even more effective when used in combination with other tools. Habit A, however, seeks to grow and improve your skills. Here, when planning to start something new, a creative hobby, health-related plan, relationship, a new course, a job or a new business, for example. You only need to consider and remember a few things because these things apply to every kind of event experienced when you're using habit A. So the first thing to remember here is take your time when you're starting something that's unfamiliar to you or something you're resuming after having a long break without it. Because attempting to do too much too soon often leads to failure, frustration and disappointment. And this is where many of us completely give up trying again. Secondly, as you get to grips with a new valuable habit and come up against particularly difficult hurdles, it pays to remember that habit B is on standby, waiting eagerly to steer you away from your plan by offering you complete ease, by telling you that you don't need the hassle, 
just stick to what you know. Thirdly, as you develop and grow your new positive and productive habit, remember to celebrate every win, large or small, because doing this enables you to practice gratitude that will grow a humbling and encouraging space for you that's so valuable to be in. I'm sure there are other things that, when remembered here, would also be useful, but I believe that the three points I've mentioned, taking time and being patient with yourself, celebrating all your wins, keeping guard over your new flourishing habit, actually make up the foundations of all positive and productive areas that will always be found when you're engaged with habit A. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.